Salutations, everyone. I'm Chaplain Carol, and you're listening to My Prayers Are a Witness. In episode 10, we prayed for a dear friend of mine, Betty McNeely, to be healed of stage 4 stomach cancer. Well, the good Lord decided he wanted beautiful Betty to come home to him. I have no doubts. She is worshiping in the heavenly choir, smiling at Jesus with that million-dollar smile of hers, and singing with her angelic voice we were so fortunate to listen to here on earth. Betty was a larger-than-life woman of God whose heart was filled to the brim with His joy. Even in her final days, her joyfulness was infectious. All who entered her hospital room or read her daily posts on social media couldn't help but catch it. Her loving husband of 35 years, Pastor Jim, read one of her writings at her celebration of life, explaining why she saw herself as a glorious mess. I asked Jim if I could share her insight on my podcast and was elated when he gave his blessing. I present to you A Glorious Mess by Betty McNeely. This morning, while in my water aerobic hear-from-God time, I chuckled when it occurred to me that I am a glorious mess. First, the good news. I am inscribed in the palm of God's hand, and nothing can separate me from His love forever and ever. Amen. I have a tendency to sing well. I am creative. I like to plant flowers in containers. I can make my husband laugh. I actually like my teenagers. As for the messy part, I tend towards anxiety and strange imagination. It's getting harder for me to sit still at restaurants, at church, and don't even ask me to go into a movie theater. I struggle with obesity, and sometimes I let it win. I lean towards feeling like a martyr concerning my mothering. I'm not a very good housekeeper. I am a splendid procrastinator. I can't drive on the highway without screaming, and the only time I am truly comfortable shopping for groceries is at 4 a.m. I take pride in not liking to drink much alcohol, but I will eat two cupcakes in one sitting, like a sugar stupor is any better. I keep saying I'm going through perimenopause, but surely at almost 50 is actually full-blown menopause. A few weeks ago, I felt 
the Lord impress on me that I am not defined by my anxiety, weight, or propensity toward being a complete mess. The reality is that His thoughts toward me are higher than mine, even though mine can get pretty low. Anytime I've ever asked Him how He sees me or what He calls me, it's always His child, His jewel, or His queen for real. I have even gotten pictures in my mind of me as a sweet little girl in a field of flowers being spun around by my amazing Heavenly Father who is laughing and smiling and enjoying the time with just me, having no agenda other than making me feel secure and joyful and at peace. I know some folks get instantly healed of all manner of physical, psychological, and emotional ailments. I've even had my own measure of healing in some of those areas. But for some reason, I suspect what remains is allowing me to rely more on my Heavenly Father who names the stars and counts the hairs on my head and knows that this one strand is number 2456. I seem to be the poster child for needing to go in and have the medical establishment figure out things and help me along in my struggle. I want to assure you that I have prayed a lot about this matter. I've had others pray. I've waited on the Lord. I've cried. I've begged. I've done it afraid. Betty is referring to a quote from Joyce Myers, just because you feel fear doesn't mean you can't do it. Do it afraid. And still, I seem to need to take a pill in order to get on a plane or even spend a day in Bellingham. Today, as I call the nurse hotline with my husband's blessing and insistence and follow the instructions toward healing my anxiety, I am going to tell you that without a doubt, I'm going to give glory to God each step of the way because I know that not one atom of this fabulous world and all the things in it were created apart from him. I am grateful that our Lord has given wisdom to scientists and medical personnel to take the things he has created and make something that will alleviate my desire to stay in my house, in the airplane bathroom or the lobby instead of the event or have to go stand outside of the restaurant several times during a meal. If you also struggle and are feeling the weight of guilt or failure on top of the mess of a disorder or disease or ailment, 
I'm giving us carte blanche permission to fall into the arms of a God who would take the time to make sure I take a route home that includes an eagle soaring overhead or encourage me to walk off the beaten path to show me a gorgeous flower of impeccable design or surprise me with myriads of other delights that draw my lips into a glorious smile and fill my heart with the joy I ache for. He will never leave. He will never forsake us. He will ensure we are healed in His time, way, and purpose surrounding the whole adventure. A glorious mess, you bet, but let's focus on the glorious part and leave the mess to God. Hallelujah! Scriptures that come to mind from Betty's beautiful testimony, and I've spoken on them before, are Deuteronomy 31.8. Yahweh Himself is who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And Romans 8.38-39. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from God's love which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you, dear Pastor Jim, for allowing me to share Betty's testimony. As you endearingly stated, there will be a Betty-sized hole in the world. We will miss her very much. I pray for the peace, comfort, and love of Jesus to completely engulf you and your family and all who knew her. When a fellow brother or sister in faith dies, it can bring forth a slew of mixed emotions. We rejoice because they no longer have to endure the sufferings of this world. But oh how our heart aches because our journey on this earth becomes a little lonelier without them. Yet. Let us look forward to seeing them again when we ourselves reach the finish line and run into the open arms of our Abba Father for Him to spin us in the air, bear hug us in the victory of love, and then walk hand in hand with Him to our glorious final home. I pray for Betty's witness of persevering with joy in the wake of trials and tribulations to forever inspire maturity in our walk with Christ our Lord. James 1, 2-4. Amen! 
If you are feeling the need for emotional support and want someone to talk to right away, please don't hesitate to call Lifeline at 988 where someone is available 24-7 to speak with you about your thoughts and feelings confidentially. I use this number when my panic attacks get out of hand and the person I talk to is always a godsend. Thank you for your time in listening to this recording from my heart. Until we meet again, keep your prayers flowing like a river.